What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark, and I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact in the world without spending any money on ads, websites, or even a funnel. Now, I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years, and in the last two years, I've helped over 500 online fitness coaches quit their jobs and take their businesses online. Also, 50 of those students are over 10K each and every single month. Now, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? It is your mentor, B Mark Fit, coming at you with another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. I'm joined today by one of my best friends and also one of my partners in the 10K Coaching Academy. This is Corey Robach. Now, Corey doesn't really need an introduction. Corey is one of those people who kind of has his own energy, but Corey, bro, welcome to the podcast. I'm super stoked to have you here. Yo, what's up? What's up? What is up? I'm really happy to be back on the podcast here. It's been a hot minute since we did one of these, but I know every time we do one, we always have fun and we always drop some bombs. So really happy to be here, my man. Thanks for having me back. Dude, so it's been like a long time. Uh, yeah, it has been a long time since I brought you on the podcast. And I think like the evolution over the course of like the last year has been pretty crazy, not only in our business, but also just in you as a person. So I think the last time you came on the podcast, your business was sitting around 10 to 15K a month and you were kind of part-time coaching for PT Dom now, but why don't you give people a background story? So, you know, since we had you on the podcast, I think it was back in seven or eight months ago, where have we progressed? You know, what's been going on in Corey's life? Like what's different? what's new what's exciting oh man well since last time i was on the podcast that was literally right before everything happened with covid um, business was fucking rolling shit was going nice everything was great and then the world took a fucking spin holy did it take a spin and at the time i still remember talking to you about it and we were like oh we have no idea what's about to happen but over the course of quarantine and how we needed to evolve and adapt not only our um, business as coaches, but also how we we're going to be able to adapt into the new type of a lifestyle and the new mindset as well. So a lot of those things really changed. And since then, my business honestly exploded. Like I feel like COVID really either um, really ruined a lot of people or really opened a lot of doors to a lot of people. But the thing that I kind of noticed was even though like COVID may have like happened and caused a lot of issues, it opened up a lot of those opportunities that we talked about. But a lot of people were very blind to seeing the opportunities that opened themselves to them because they were so concerned about with what's going on, what they can't control, gyms closing down, and they just kind of shut down, didn't know what to do. And then lots of those, including myself, you, and a bunch of others, saw these doors open, and we made the steps into those new opportunities. And since we did that, a lot of things have changed. Like my business blew up. I think I was even making way more than I was ever doing just having gyms open. And then it also kind of transitioned me from the mindset of wanting to help people with their fitness and live happier and healthier lifestyles to wanting to really help coaches and really be able to help them do essentially the same thing I did two years ago with leaving the gym and things like that. So being able to do that now that ripple effect is coming out a lot more. And from there, it also like really showed me a lot about myself. It yeah. showed me a lot about my shortcomings, a lot of limited beliefs that I didn't really have beforehand that mm -hmm. kind of came to light. So insecurities, unsureness of the future, like lots of these things that really caused my head to spin itself. 
And I needed to definitely work on, take that time to not only work on myself, because as you know, I go to the gym and I fucking slay workouts and work on my body physically. But my biggest shortcoming was working on myself mentally. Yeah, I'm going to pause you there because I think that when it came to COVID, when COVID hit, I think that impacted everyone. Like, I think everyone was impacted. And I think that obviously there's like a big media like bias around that. Like if all you read is newspaper headlines, then you're constantly seeing, you know, another death from COVID country, like getting shut down, Italy, this like quarantine that. And so I think that collectively what ended up happening is we just ended up retreating. We're like, oh no, like we need to like hide in our houses and we need to quarantine and we need to wear masks and we can't go out and we can't move forward in our business and our lives because I think that a lot of people were just like that's what we were told we were told to like stay inside and don't do anything and I think that that sort of mindset of kind of like quarantining yourself and closing yourself off in the world really impacted a lot of people and you're right like for us in the 10k academy especially like we made a big transition like we were transitioning from like a five thousand dollar coaching program and now we're like okay let's do three hundred dollars a month which was huge because there was a lot of trainers that needed our help but there was a lot of trainers that couldn't afford it because it's like all these trainers are out of jobs nobody can afford coaching but everybody needs to go online and so like we saw the opportunity and we like we jumped on it right away but i think that you know when it comes to the way that you view the situation and covid's happening to all of us it's still happening now like now there's like another wave of shutdowns with that being said i think it's so important that you can control the things you can control mm-hmm. and like i can't control covid i can't control what gets shut down and what doesn't. But what I can control is my mental state. What I can control is how I view the situation. And what I can control is like what opportunities I choose to jump on and move forward with, you know? Yo, 100%. And at the end of the day, like this kind of like made everyone have to break everything down to themselves. Because like obviously with uh, society and like how many people are out there, everyone is always out and about. They're always like in these different groups, acting certain ways. And they're not really like a whole lot aware of themselves and the issues that they have because like there's so much shit going on. But then when we were really closed off and we were told to not socialize, stay inside, be by yourself, that's where a lot of people, they started getting those insecurities. They started feeling that separation and they, and they got inside their heads. And then when they get inside their heads, you know, you put one fucking negative thought in there, how much of a tailspin that can make with people. And it really made us all like have to, well, not, I guess not all, but made me aware that I had to break myself down and really focus on myself where before it wasn't so much, it wasn't so important to do it at the time because I had so much other shit going you on. Could, it was almost like you had distractions. Yeah, you had distractions all day long because you never had a restrictive lifestyle like you do during quarantine. Yeah. So that was like the time where I had to break down myself now that I'm seeing all these different things, uh, noticing things about myself that I needed to change from a mentality standpoint. And it really pushed me to... Obviously, like we said, like build your bodies all the day, but it really pushed me to really strengthen my mindset and really focus on a lot of the things that only I can control because it all starts and breaks down to you. Yeah. The only thing that you can control is what you're doing and how you respond to situations. Yeah, I think that like, I want to cut you off for a second because I saw an opportunity to jump in. There's like, what you said was super important because I think that you said that you put one negative thought in like once you're kind of closed off, it almost makes you kind of get inside of your head. I think two things. Number one, I think human beings are social creatures. And so like, if you take a baby away from its parents for like four weeks, like that baby's going to die. Like, it's just like, that's like the baby needs to be nurtured. And I think even as adults, we need that like social interaction. So that's important. That might be a cause of like some of the mental issues that people are going through. But I think another thing is that quarantine just made us all realize that we have shit. 
Because when you're distracted, when you can go out, when you can see your friends, when you, whatever it is, all of these things that you're doing, like once you're locked inside your house, you're just locked inside your house with yourself mm-hmm. and your own thoughts. And you've got to deal with your, it just forces you to face yourself almost. It's like now, yeah. okay, now all these issues that I've been hiding, these like fear of being alone, fear of abandonment, fear of this, or fear of being like, you know, like all the scarcity might, like now you're actually forced to face it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, dude, and you're you are forced to face it, and that's the thing is like when people when um a lot of it again like I'm not saying people in terms of everyone goes through it, but certain individuals when they come up with things like this and they're faced with certain situations like that, a lot of people tend to crumble where those fears start taking over. Holy shit, my gym's closing, or holy shit, my job's closing. Where the fuck am I gonna get money? How can I pay for food? I'm going to lose this. I'm going to lose that. I have bills. I have this. I have X, Y, Z, W, A, B, C. Like people fucking start freaking out about the things that they can't control. And then they start caving in. Mm. Opposed to being like, okay, fuck, this sucks. This is bullshit. But I cannot allow myself to fail. And that's mm. one of those people that saw those opportunities. Even though we are all struck with the exact same fucking thing. Everything happened to everyone across the board. Why was it that some saw success and others saw crippling fucking science? Mindset. It's all mindset. Exactly. And and we talk about this so much in the academy. It's like two people can join the same coaching program, given the same blueprint with the same starting point. And one person will make $10,000 in 90 days and the other person makes 2K. And it comes down to their mindset. And that's actually really disappointing for a lot of people to hear because if you are one of those people where you're like, you're driven and you're passionate, you're like, I can make shit happen. Then you're like, Ooh, this program's for me. But then if you're one of those people where maybe you started something in the past and then you fail, or you tend to like fall off track really easily, or you tend to get discouraged really easily. Then you think to yourself, Oh man, maybe I'm not going to be able to make this work. Maybe this program isn't going to work for me. Or maybe I'm not meant to be an online coach because I tend to fall off track, but and it all comes down to your mindset. Exactly. And right there, see what you just did right there how you started, you threw one negative fucking thought and then you went into a tailspin of shit that's going to happen afterwards. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens to so many fucking people is they allow those thoughts to hijack their mind and then it throws them into a tailspin where one negative thought leads to the next, the next, the next. Mm -hmm. And we need to be able to interject in there and stop that negative thought from basically burying you. So that way you can, again, take that fucking step back and be like, okay, this fucking sucks. And now how can I now move forward from this to make sure I am thriving and not fucking losing every cent in my bank account? Yeah, I think that's super important. It's almost like for me, when it comes to mindset, I view it as like, there are days that I'm going to feel awesome and amazing. And I love days like that. Like it makes me super happy. And there are also days where I don't feel that awesome. And I don't want to get out of bed and I'm not motivated. And when it comes to those days and when it comes to those situations where COVID or, you know, somebody in the family sick or whatever it is, when it comes to those days, I think it's really important to be aware of your thoughts and not get identified with them. It's almost like for me, I view like my thoughts as like, or my mindset is like someday I'll have really, really good thoughts. And then I have like those bad thoughts. And I think that if you, something comes up, you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pay rent. And then you think that, and then you like think it over and over again, that's where you're going to lead to the tailspin. Like you just described, like, mm-hmm. that's where you're like, I'm not gonna be able to pay rent. And then this isn't meant for me. Like, oh my God, this, I'm stressed out. I'm overwhelmed. And then you get over here and over here, nothing productive gets done because you're in this negative headspace. Yeah. It's like, for me, I almost view it like, have you ever heard that quote? There's like the good wolf and the bad wolf. And there's like the one that wins is the one that you feed. It's almost like I view your mindset. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? It's like in your mindset, it's like the thoughts that you feed are the ones that are going to win. 
And so if you're constantly feeding like this sucks, woe is me, like I can't find clients, nobody's out there, I'm broke, like everybody else is broke, COVID's happening. Like if you're constantly feeding that, then that's gonna grow. But if you're constantly feeding the other thing, like this is possible, I can do this, like I was meant for this, this is an opportunity for me to grow, like I can learn, even though I lost my job, now I can study more, like I have an opportunity to make a serious impact on people. If you feed those more and you surround yourself with people that think like that, like you will also think like that. Yeah, 100%. Like with that, like it, again, it just goes down into how are you going to react to a situation that's brought forth on you, right? Like when you're faced with something, you can't control that. That just fucking happens. It's like shit happens. Hmm. But from that point, you have a choice. And that choice gives you that control of what outcome you're going to have. Hmm. If you just give up and you just curdle and you just fucking go, why me? Well, guess what? You are going to be exactly where you fear most. Yeah, I think everybody thinks about like success and they think it's all strategy. Look, no. I just need to get the blueprint, right? I just need to get the blueprint. But like, that's never the case because if that was the case, everybody would be fit. They would hire a fitness coach and they buy a program that's designed for their body type and they follow it and they get results. But the reason that that doesn't happen is because success is about psychology and systems. Mm -hmm. Success equals psychology plus systems. Like, yes, yeah. you need the blueprint. Yes, you need somebody that knows what they're talking about. Yes, you need a program that actually works. And you also need the psychology to be able to follow through with those things. You also yeah. need the mindset and the willingness and the dedication to be able to work through adversity. You also need to be able to overcome your own shit in order to grow into the person that you are. For you, Corey, I want to know, like, what are some personal struggles that you've kind of had to overcome during COVID, like mentally? Like, what are some personal things you've had to overcome? I'll share it to you. So I don't, I'm not just going to put you on the spot. Yeah, I was just saying, I was like, okay. Well, like, oh, we're going there. No, I'll share to you. We dive in deep. Honestly, the biggest thing that I had to overcome that really kind of affected me for a little bit was the uncertainty. And what do you mean by that? Then, so the uncertainty of what's going to happen in the future, right? Because even though like my business was thriving beforehand, it was the uncertainty. Like, are people going to be able to have money for coaching? Are people going to even want to do it because they want to save? How's that going to affect me? Are all my clients going to drop off? Am I going to be fucked? But then that's also where, again, instead of allowing myself to, again, think those things and do those things, I had to, again, pull myself fucking back and like, okay, well, that sucks. But what other areas of opportunity are there that I can walk through? Well, I didn't really think of it, but with a pandemic, health became one of the number one priorities mm. also on top of that let's be honest how many people really know how to fucking work out at home when they had the gym disposable to them all the time not very many there you go so now you have people that literally like before they didn't have an idea what to do but they can still go to the gym and work out mm. but now they have no fucking clue what to do other than push-ups and bodyweight squats and sit-ups at home and they have no idea what to do, but now they're scared. They're not going to get, they're going to unhealthy. They're going to gain a bunch of weight, X, Y, Z. And now that obviously opened up that opportunity where people need trainers more than ever. Mm -hmm. And you saw that happen in the first wave. And apparently there's a second wave coming. I'm just finding out about this because I don't fucking watch the news and I don't watch <laughs> mainstream media because I just don't give a shit anymore. But again, now this is coming again where we saw what happened before. So now this is again, going to give people a second opportunity. If the second wave does come and you're gym does close in person coach well you need to again make fucking steps forward so that way when this does happen if it does you're not gonna fall into the same fucking position you were last time mm. where you hated every part and you couldn't go out and do shit you were worried about absolutely everything well you just got a fucking awakening call over here mm. 
So now you need to, again, are you going to be that person that literally didn't learn their lesson the first time and get smacked again? Or are you going to make those steps forward? So that way, if this does happen, are you going to be one in a good place with your business to make sure that you can actually make money to support yourself? And two, are you in a good place mentally to take on the load of this type of stress and not allow it to crumble you again? Mm. And that's kind of where it's coming down to with this. And honestly, like, you know me, like I've gone through a lot of shit in my life. I've done a lot of shit and I have a lot of post-traumatic trauma. I got depression, anxiety from it. I've had to overcome an eating disorder, lots of things, right? But one of the biggest things that I did for myself was literally asking for help. Mm. Because so in many what way? Us, what do you mean by that? Yeah. So asking for help from someone that knows what I'm going through and how they can essentially navigate me to get to a better place. But what I mean by this is asking for help because so many of us are so scared to go out and say, I'm weak here. I'm very depressed here. I'm sad here. I don't know what to do and I need someone to talk to. But it's so viewed that if you share anything like that, you're a fucking pussy, mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily the case because here's the thing. You can be in the top shape of your life. You could have all the money in the fucking world. But if you're weak mentally because you are too proud to say you're not the best somewhere, then you're literally shooting yourself in the fucking foot. I agree. Because, yeah. Because you're not going to go anywhere. And no matter what's given to you, you're not going to be happy. Like, I'm going to tell you this right now. And this is something that I didn't really realize for a long time. But I, like, you know me, like, just like you, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. I had to work my ass off to get all the things that I wanted. And essentially with this is it made me actually need to take those steps forward. So that way I could actually understand that I'm not the strongest person with my mindset. And I had to ask for help because I wanted something better for myself. Cause I knew that until I got a lock on my mindset, I was never going to be happy. And that's going back to the whole, I was poor. Like, sorry, we were not, didn't make the most money or had the most money growing up is I thought if I had more money in my bank account, that's where I could be happy. When I can go buy whatever I want, that's where I'll be happy. Like I drive a fucking brand new M3. I have more money in my bank than I ever have. And I can have all the freedom in the world, but there's still that part of me where I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got out of my way and asked for help. And I've been going to see a therapist for probably three months every week. And like, there's tons of examples we can dive into and we will here in a second. But I'd kind of say that was kind of one of those realization moments for me is that it's okay to say that I'm not the best at something because me admitting a weakness allowed me to take a step towards another door that opened up to me, which has now allowed me to, again, experience another leveled up version of where I was before. I love that, bro. That's so powerful. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. The only thing that would hold people back from asking for help or being able to admit that they might need insight is ego. 
And the ego is always like, I'm right. I got this. I can figure this out. Like, I don't need help. I don't need to go to a therapist. I don't need a business coach. I don't need a personal trainer. I can figure this out on my own. Guys, if you're listening to the podcast, your ego will keep you stuck. The ego for me is like the need to be right. The need to do it on your own. The need to be, and this is like men and women. Men and women do this. I got this. I can figure this out. Like, I'm capable. I'm strong. And like, I'm not taking away from like, I'm a big believer in like being a self-starter, being super motivated, being super driven. That's super important. But you can be the type of person that's a self-starter and you can still be moving really fast in the wrong direction. As an example, like if you're working out and you're exercising and you're like, I got this, I don't need a personal trainer. I'm motivated myself enough. And you've been working out for a year and a half, two years, and your body's still in the same place. You need a trainer. Like you need a personal trainer, somebody that can give you some insight so that you can direct that focus and that energy and that passion and that drive. Same thing with running a business, bro. Like if you're running a business right now and you're listening to this and you've been an online fitness coach for the last year or two years or six months or whatever, you're posting every single day, you're doing all the things, quote unquote, that you're supposed to be doing, but your business hasn't grown past two, three K, four K. Like you need a coach because a coach can take you from two K to three K to five K. But the only thing that would hold you back from asking for a coach is the ego. And for me, I'm actually gonna open up and share my like mental struggles. And because a lot of you guys might not think this, but it's true. I feel like my business is one of the things that I'm always good at. And I'm gonna knock on wood, thank the Lord, because I've been really working on that for the last few years. So I feel like my business is good. It's always growing. My fitness, I'm on top of my fitness game. I'm like working out, exercising, eating right. The one thing that has always been a struggle for me is relationships, which might seem super weird for you guys, but I'm just going to be open and transparent. Like relationships are my struggle. And like me and Kirsten are in a relationship. We've been in a relationship for almost two years now. And this is the longest relationship I've ever been in because I have this like massive fear of abandonment. And some of you guys know this about me. Some of you guys don't, but like when I was younger, I'm just going to go right into it. When I was younger, like my mom had me when she was 17. I'm the only dark skinned member of my family. And so like pretty much my entire childhood life, like I felt like I didn't really belong in my house. I felt like I was kind of like an outsider in my own house. And then at eight years old, I remember, you know, I walked into the kitchen and my mom, like, I love my mom. There's like no resentment there. But I remember I walked into the kitchen and I heard my mom on the phone, call my grandma and say, if you don't come pick him up, I'm going to send him to foster care. And that's like burned into my brain. So now deep, like internally, I always have this fear that, if I love somebody, they're going to leave me. And that causes rifts in mine and Kirsten's relationship because she'll do something that does, isn't even that bad. But I'm like, oh my God, she's going to leave. And I'm like instantly triggered, which affects my business. And a lot of you guys, this is the funny thing about mental health is most people listening to this podcast aren't aware that the shit that's happening outside of your business is impacting everything that's inside of it. And so if I'm struggling in my relationships because of X, Y, Z, fear of abandonment, I always pick fights, whatever it is, whatever it is, dealt with a violent past, dealt with a violent stepfather, anything, alcoholic mom, whatever it is, anything. But if I'm troubled in my personal life and I'm trying to build my business, I'm bringing that troubled energy into my business. And so for me, like, yeah, business coach, Brian, who's on top of his fitness game, like I had to ask for help too. And I'm going to see a therapist now and I'm seeing a therapist every single week. I'm, I'm actually seeing the same person that you are. Um, yeah, yeah, Brian's seeing the same person. I'm seeing the same person that you are. <laughs> Janine's the shit. Go see Janine. Plug for Janine. Oh, yo, yo, shout out Janine. What's up? <laughs> shout out to Janine. Let's send her this episode. Shout out to Janine. Shout out Janine. But yeah, like, so when you start thinking about that, like whether <laughs> it's a past life experience or it's currently affecting, you got to look at that. It's not so much a stressor or so much of a situation. It's a trauma. Hmm. And what we know about trauma is that logically speaking, trauma doesn't start in your head. 
trauma starts from the ground up and moves through your body. So even though COVID is a big issue, your trauma could have been something linked to failure in the past, being poor in the past, not being able to afford things in the past, whatever. And it triggers. And trauma so and, and COVID just triggered what was already inside of you. Exactly. It triggered it. So now all those traumas are coming up. And the thing is, is the worst fucking thing you can do to fuck your whole day up, the worst wrench that can be thrown is a trauma. And you said when that thing triggers you and it triggers that trauma, what happens is it sends us into that tailspin. And what happens is when we send in that tailspin, because it doesn't start in our head, it's within us and starts from the body and works its way up. Your logical mind cannot decipher. Like you can have moments where you think in there and you're like, yo, what the fuck? This shouldn't bother me. This shouldn't bother me. But then how many times when you try to motivate yourself, you're essentially shaming yourself. Like, oh, fuck, I should be doing this because I need to do this. Or I need to be making money or not being lazy because I have to do this. But then when we shame ourselves, it's falling into that deeper tailspin that we talked about because it logically doesn't make sense why we feel this way. Mm -hmm. So when COVID happens and you get triggered and now all this shit starts bubbling up, you're like, fuck, why can't I pull myself out of it? It's because you don't understand the traumas that are going on inside your body for years and years and years. And now it's, you just got triggered and now it's completely fucking everything up. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean is asking for help isn't so much you saying you're weak, but it's trying to fucking take that bottle top off and let that shit spill out. So that way it stops affecting you. And that's where this goes with your mindset is you need to get out of your own fucking way so that way you can be a better person, not just better in your business, a better coach, just a better person overall. I'm going to, I'm going to cut you off there for a second. Cause I want to jump in at a perfect time. You said yeah. you need to get out of your own way and I'm going to add to that. And I'm going to say, you need to get out of your own head. Yeah. Because you need to get one of the things that Janine's talked about with me and you is like, when it comes to trauma guys, that's literally like me and Corey could go off for like an hour or two. <laughs> and we're definitely not experts on trauma and we don't pretend to be, we're still learning. And here's one thing that we can both agree on is that when it comes to the way that you're feeling right now, one thing that me and Corey can both agree on is if you bury it and you just try to motivate yourself without expressing how you're actually feeling, you're just building up a pressure cooker. Yeah, shit coming up. <laughs> and then one thing's gonna happen and you're gonna explode. So Corey's right. If you're like dealing with shit, like you're going through something right now and you're refusing to admit it to yourself or to other people, you're just literally burying it. Do, do, do. And that was what was happening in my relationship. Full transparency. There was like little things or I was feeling triggered and I wasn't communicating. And I just kept burying it, burying it, burying it, burying it, burying it, burying it. And then one like something stupid happens and then I explode over this dumb thing. And then I realized like, okay, I need help. But when I was talking to Janine, one of the things that she said that was super powerful is sometimes the easiest way to alleviate the pressure and the mental stress and the anxiety and the fear is just to express it. Because in expressing it, you're just like letting it out. And the key, this is super important. If you guys are listening to this podcast, you guys need to tune in. The key to expressing it is you need to express it with somebody that isn't going to add gasoline to the fire. Because if you express it to somebody that's super negative, you're like, oh man, like this COVID stuff is really sick. And you're talking to somebody and they're like, yeah, COVID sucks. It's the worst. Like this is terrible. And then you guys spend 30 minutes bitching about COVID. Like that actually isn't productive. That can be counterproductive. I think you guys need to ex like express how you're feeling. This is B Mark's advice for those people that are looking to develop a more positive mindset and get out of their own heads is express it in a way that you get it off your chest so that you can relieve and then move the fuck forward. Like Corey said, 
Like, what are you going to do to change it now? Like, this mm -hmm. is how you're feeling and you can't really control that, but what are you going to do to change it now? Like, how are we going to make a shift? What are you going to do in your day-to-day -day life to actually shift? And so we've talked a lot about like, kind of like navigating and why mental health is so important. And so Corey, for you and your fitness business right now, what are some of the things that you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis? This could be organization-wise to prevent overwhelm, or this could also be like Mike morning rise. Like, what are some of the things that you do in your day-to-day -day life that help you with your mental health? Besides working out, obviously. Yeah. So, well, with that, I wouldn't even say working out like really is like that big of a thing for me when I look at working on my mental health and things like that. Like for me, it's all about number one is quit being so fucking hard. Like seriously, like you are like people out there are the absolute worst fucking critics of yourself. And the reason why people think for some fucking reason why you can't ask for help is because you got to be hard for some reason. Being hard and blocking shit out, not admitting that you're um, needing help and you want to take Not admitting that you're okay. Yeah. Like, yo, it's okay to not be okay. Mm -hmm. Like, and then when Brian goes back and like, one of the biggest things is like, it's not even a day to day thing. It's just knowing that I have that outlet mm -hmm. and Brian is that outlet for me. And Brian is, uh, I'm that outlet for Brian where like, no matter what it is, Brian could have done some right fucking stupid, like whatever <laughs> it was, or I could have done the same thing and we'll call each other. And just and, express. Yeah. But again, it's judgment free where it's like, he tells me he did something. I'm like, okay, cool. You have fun. All right move the fuck on. So, so <laughs> Don't be so fucking hard on yourself. Yeah. Be yeah. compassionate with yourself. But like you said, when you are in that time where you need to talk to someone, don't talk to someone that's going to be fucking amping it up. Amping. It's like if um, if you are, are like really pissed off at someone and your homie hates the same person, you're talking about like, fuck this guy. I'm going to hate this guy. You guys are going to amp each other up and then you guys are going to like want to go fucking do something and beat the shit out of them, get yourself in trouble. Where if like Brian's really mad at someone or I'm really mad at someone, he'll get fucking idiot like fuck he's just like all right so just why are you gonna let it ruin your day mm -hmm. like just do it and then it brings it down so it's the people you hang out with and having the proper outlets is gonna really help you in that so knowing that even though i don't use it day to day but knowing that really really helps so that number one is it's okay not to be okay yeah number one so i love you that wake number up on the wrong side of the bed okay it's, yeah it's okay not to be okay that's super important number two having an outlet where you can express judgment free I think is also super important. So if you're in the 10K Coaching Academy and you're listening to this, we fucking got you. So number two is having an outlet where you can express judgment free. I think that's super key. And the third thing that I think that you said is really important is your environment matters. Yeah. Your environment matters. Me and you were talking about this this morning. I'm like, we, it's the Maverick Willett quote. You hang out with five geniuses, you're going to be the sixth genius. You hang out with six morons, you're going to be the sixth moron. Or five morons, you're going to be the sixth moron. So it's like, who you hang out with matters. And that applies to how you manage your mental health too. Like if you look at your life right now, look at the five people that you talk to the most, what sort of mood are those people usually in? The five people that you talk to the most are usually frustrated, anxious, nervous, sad, overwhelmed, depressed, whatever. Like that's going to rub off on you, whether or not you want it to. And so a big part of your mental health is like choosing your outlets wisely based on their dominant emotional state. Like for me, I love calling Corey when I'm feeling like not the best, which happens. Because when I'm feeling not the best and I call Corey, like I know he's level-headed enough to like hear me out and like let it go. Versus like, I might not want to call. I don't really have any people in my life that are super negative. But when I did, I wouldn't call a super negative person to bitch about something negative because we would just be negative together and bitch about it. And that just isn't really constructive. It's like destructive. So it's okay yeah. not to be okay was number one. And then number two is having an outlet where you can express it judgment-free. And number three is your environment matters. I think that's super yeah. important.
and again, like, like, like those are all like what I view as essentially like long, like mid to long term type fixes for stuff like that, or at least supports for that. So what now, can you do today? Yeah. So we're talking more acutely. Let's talk about, let's say you wake up and you're on that wrong side of the call. So let's say somebody's listening to this podcast right now and they're not having a good day. All right. So for you listening to this podcast, if you woke up in a real shitty attitude, I completely get it. Number one, take a big deep breath and chill the fuck out because it's okay to not be okay. All right. Woo. Bet you feel better. <laughs> and then the real thing that you can do is honestly, like at the end of the day, like we talked about it, shit's going to happen out of your control. There's negative shit in the world, whatever. So it all is going to start with you and it's all going to start within here. So you need to, again, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you're having a shitty day, or you're just stressed out about all the negative shit going on. You're allowing all that negativity to flood your boat. Because there's a quote that all the water in the world cannot sink a ship unless you let it inside. Oh, that's good. So for you to actually make sure that water doesn't seep inside and sink your ship, you got to do something that's going to put yourself in a good position. So some people like to turn towards physical activity, whether it's taking their dog for a walk in the morning, going for a run, hitting the gym, whatever. But again, physically, that's a lot of superficial things I'd like to say, not so much working in here. You need to do something that's going to put you in that happy state, that feel good place. So for me, I wake up and again, I like a lot of structure in my life because for me, I'm very ADHD. I'm very, I'm a fucking chipmunk where it's like, Ooh, look at that. But anyway, having that organization really helps, but a morning routine and Cole talks about it. Brian sounds like a fucking jackhammer about it. I say (laughs) over and over again. And it's, I know it's pretty fucking basic and it's pretty, it's self-explanatory, but Waking up and meditating, I wasn't doing that for the past couple of weeks. And then I was having my own shit over the past couple of weeks. I'm trying to admit it. I was dealing with my own issues. I wasn't the happiest person. And that's the thing is it's okay. But what I did is I started meditating every morning. Yeah, one morning I went to meditate when I got up at five and I fucking closed my eyes, woke up at 8.30. That kind of sucked. But I still did it. But then yesterday, meditate. This morning, meditate. And my mental, essentially, like my mental capacity to handle the day after that has been going up and up. Yeah, I still deal with shit. Yeah, I have stressors each day. But now those little things don't trigger. They don't trigger. They don't trigger. So meditating get yourself in a good headspace to start the day off is going to be number one. The next thing is Give yourself some fucking self-love. Go write down three fucking great things that are going on in your life, three things that you love about yourself, or three things that are just even happy thoughts that you need to force yourself to have. But write those out. Mm-hmm. Because then getting those affirmations and feeling that be- that much better about yourself will, again, on top of the meditation, help elevate your mood. So even if you went on the wrong side of the bed, you now have a higher capacity to deal with shit, but you also understand that it's okay to not be okay. Cool. So adding it. all that stuff in together now will put you in that position where you can go take on the day. I'm going to tell you this right now. And again, this is a clear fucking example is last Friday. Again, I told you I wasn't having a great day. I was in a pretty shitty mood because me and uh, Janine really uncovered a bunch of stuff and it flooded out. So with emotions processing shit like that, like I was just mentally affected, but waking up, doing my meditation, my gratefuls, putting myself in that place where I have a higher capacity to deal with shit. I went and did build your business. And even though fucking 
the live was fucking up. You guys couldn't hear me. And it was frustrating. You didn't even know something was wrong until we were at the end of where we had a call 20 minutes after the live was done. And then it was just the way I said bye. That's when you knew there's something wrong. But it's because that's where I was dealing with that. But yet I was still able to function and do everything I need to because I had a higher capacity because I put myself in a good mindset to deliver an awesome live, to show value to our clients and to fucking slay the rest of my day, even though I wasn't okay, it was still okay to not be okay. I and love it. I didn't realize that until after I said, bye, you're like, oh, what's wrong? Yeah, I love it. So for those of you guys listening right now that might not be having the best day of your entire life, take a deep breath and understand that it's okay not to be okay. Like you're a human being, like you're not a robot. Oh, I robot. So number one is like understanding that it's okay not to be okay. Number two, and I think this is really important is Take a breath and go for a walk, go for a drive, get yourself out of your head, go get out in nature, take your car for a drive, take your dog for a walk, do something for like five, 10, 15, 20 minutes. It's just going to get you out of your head and get you into your body. Like go around, do something, see some stimulus. Number three, when you come home, just like sit down, meditate for like five to 10 minutes. And for those of you guys that are listening to this, that are like meditation sounds hippy dippy bullshit. You should do it anyways. But if you literally can't connect to the idea of meditating, write in a journal for 10 minutes about how you're feeling and thinking right now and just get your thoughts out on paper. And number four, show yourself some self-love. Do something to show yourself how much you love yourself. You can like write a note to yourself. You can write a list of three gratefuls. But guys, the number one thing that I want you guys to get from this podcast, we're going to wrap this up now, is that your business will never outgrow your mindset. Success is systems and psychology. That's why two people can join the same coaching program with the same following and follow the same blueprint. One of them crushes it and one of them doesn't because it comes down to systems and psychology. And so if you want to win in your coaching business, then you need to understand the importance of systems and psychology. Is there any final notes you wanted to add, Corey? No, I just really want to just really just drive home the fact that you guys can have the best system in the world. You guys can have the best lead gen in the world. You could be the best on sales calls. You could be the best in what fucking ever. But until you really master your mindset and you can have an understanding of being okay when you're not okay and having that balance you're never going to see the level of success that you want because you're always going to be getting in your own fucking way and stopping yourself from achieving those higher levels because you just want to neglect the fact that you don't want to ask for help And again, you don't even have to be in a crisis. Again, this is the last thing I want to say. You don't even have to be in a fucking crisis. Even if you're a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, guess fucking what? They talk to therapists all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And I know that because, well, also Janine even told me she has fucking CEOs and all that shit too. But that being said, that needs to hold the weight that even though you're an in-person trainer or you're essentially what you call, oh, I'm no one special, just remember the people that are the most powerful in the world still have the strength to say that they're weak at something. Mm, Love that. All right, guys, that's it. That's all. Corey, where do they find you on social media? Yo, you guys can hit me up on IG at Corey underscore Robach, or you can search me up on Facebook. I'm the only Corey Robach in the world. And if you want to go get some laughs, obviously, you can go take a look at my TikTok. It's at Patton and Jack. It has nothing to do with fitness or business. It's just funny shit I post. <laughs> <laughs> guys, that is it. That is all. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. That's all. I'll see you guys in the next episode. We'll talk to you soon.